to Pete and Hannah's review show, What's Next? The show where we help you figure out what to watch next. I'm here with my great co-host, Hannah. Hello, people. I'm your host, Pete Mitchell, and we're here today for What's Next? The show that we review movies on. Ha! Great show. On today's show, Hannah, we have Boys in the Boat, directed by George Clooney. We have the new release, Horror film from Jason Blom and James Wan in Night Swim. And then we go to Dream Scenario with Nicolas Cage. And we finish finally with the Michael Mann movie, Ferrari. But before we begin, tell the viewers all what they should do. Pretty please leave a like and subscribe. Subscribe. And leave a comment down below on what, what you're watching this weekend. Comment down below. Hit the notification and you'll get great content like this one. Okay, Hen, let's get straight into the reviews today. And let's review first the... Well, how would you put this? Uh, biopic? Epic? About rowing. Yes. Boys in the Boat, directed by George Clooney. It's based on a novel. Uh, it's a, based on a um, autobiography by a guy that uh, rode in the 1936 Olympics. Um, yeah. Yeah. He was, it's set in the um, Great Depression time. The elevator pitch. Yeah. You are living in the back of your car. You're really struggling to make ends meet. You're struggling to pay your tuition. Someone says, let's go try out for the rowing team. And it turns out you're pretty good at it. Reasons yeah. to see this. Uh, it's a feel-good biopic movie with all the bells and whistles of just good vibes. Uh, it's just a really cute story. I mean, there's not much to it. It's very enjoyable to watch. Yeah, there's a little bit of a love story there with um, Hadley Robinson and yeah. Callum Turner. Yeah, there is, like, the the mainly Callum Turner. He's been in a couple, like, you'll notice him. You go, oh, I think I've seen him in something like this or other. Um, bit of a that guy. Yeah, and he's enjoyable to watch, I think. Joel Edgerton plays the coach. is all right as well. But all in all, it's just, just nice and sweet and makes rowing look actually really interesting. <laughs> yeah, Joel Edgerton is like, you know, when you can't get Ben Mendelsohn, you get Joel Edgerton. <laughs> no, Ben Mendelsohn really brings it all. Joel Edgerton is just doing Joel Edgerton as a coach. That's yeah, he's, he he's the no-frills version of uh, yeah. Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, no, the rowing stuff is... Like, the fact that they make it look very intense and interesting when really it's just, you know, two blokes going by. It's Clint, he does a really good job with the rowing scenes. He, he, yeah. yeah, he shoots those really well. It's actually quite clever for him. Yeah, so I think that's what's great about it. It's just a really easy enough, easy-going biopic that everyone could just sit and enjoy. Yeah, I, I agree. Reasons not to see this, yeah, it's just paint by the numbers. A little bit. Yeah, you know bit. what's going to happen. And yeah, kind of predictable, very predictable. It's got good heart though. It's yeah. got good bones, and uh, you can definitely. Oh, look, I enjoyed it, but it's. I don't think it's. It's a movie. It's a. It's definitely a Netflix. Oh, it's yeah, an Amazon Prime. Yeah. You know, well, it's an Amazon Prime production, but you just like it's. It, it pollutes my feed when I'm not watching Thriller Trash. I'm watching biopics. Yes, definitely. But it's a good one to have, like with parents or anything. You know, you just want to feel good, connect. It's, it's definitely a heartwarming tale. And Boys in the Boat is in cinemas all around the world. Would you watch or miss this one? Uh, on streaming, I'd definitely give it a watch. Yeah, I'd give it a miss on cinemas. Uh, rating for this one? 
probably a mm, golf clap would you say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I think it's just a, a buy the numbers golf clap. Yeah, it, as a biopic, it probably would lean closer to I played on my phone just because I think when it's not rowing, it lacks some heart, but I would just give it a golf clap because all in all, it's just a solid movie from where it stands. Yeah, if you want something that tugs on your heartstrings, Boys in the Boat will be for you. It's in cinemas in Australia now and in the US as well. Uh, the next movie that we're going to review today is Dream Scenario. Stars uh, Nicolas Cage. Great elevator pitch for this movie. Yeah. So, you are a boring professor. Yeah. Tenured. You, your daughter starts dreaming about you. And it's, it's really a benign dream that you're actually not paying any uh, attention to her. You're just, you're just there in the dream. And then other people start seeing you in real life and saying, oh, do I know this guy? And it turns out you're in the dreams of a lot of people and you become famous and then yeah, it turns yeah. ugly. Yes. Reason to see this thing. Uh, it's for Nicolas Cage lovers. It's 100%. So if you, like, in the umbrella weight of massive talent, that is a very niche Cage film. Like, the whole movie is written for him, by him, like, about him and stuff. Yeah. And so this movie has the same sentiment where I don't think anyone else could be the lead role because it just works very well with Nick Cage. And it's a very odd, very dark comedy humor kind of thing. 100%. There is yeah. like some uh, dark bits really here. Really And it's real cringe-worthy some buttons. Cringe and awkward. Yeah. So unless you're a huge lover of Nicolas Cage, I would steer clear of this one. Yeah. Like I would say, reason not to say this, it is the cringiness. You're, you're in your seat. It's, it's one of those movies that yeah, you wish you had to control the fast-forward button just to fast-forward sometimes. Um, but Nicolas Cage is cooking in this. and. Yeah. I agree with Hannah. Like, you cannot um, imagine anyone else in this role. He was nominated for a Golden Globe. He's really good in this. Yeah. Uh, he plays a, a bit of a loser that is just having the worst time in, in life. And yeah. things just spiral out of control. And you just feel you feel bad for him. You really do. You feel bad for him. And then he'll do things that make you go, oh, come on. Like, And so it works really well. But it's definitely a very um, abstract kind of film where it's like leads a lot of lingering questions. And the idea of this film was really great. I just think, you know, it only is executed well because of the star in it. Yeah, I think everything just... I I think it's one of those movies that you go, wow, that's a great idea. And you you watch it once and that'll be it. Yeah, great for streaming. Uh, Should you watch or miss this one? Uh, Unless you're a Nick Cage fan, I would give it a miss. And rating for this one? Uh, I'd go I Plan on My Phone. Yeah, I think it's a, I Plan on My Phone, but if you're a Nick Cage fan, it's a must-watch, and you should watch it yeah, in just, the cinemas. Just, yeah, just for one one go at it. Uh, Dream, Cin- Dream Scenario is in cinemas now, and it is all around the world, and it'll be streaming soon as well. Next movie we're going to talk about is Ferrari, directed by Michael Mann, starring Adam Driver, also, um, Penelope Cruz, Shailene Woodley, uh, Patrick Dempsey, Sexiest Man Alive. Great times. Uh, the elevator pitch. It follows uh, a year in the life of Enzo Ferrari where he's struggling to keep the Ferrari business afloat. Yep. Reasons to see this in. Uh, it's a Michael Mann biopic, so it's... Amazing. <laughs> it's, uh, it's got these really like intense thriller moments where... Anytime uh, the uh, Ferrari cars are involved, it is like 
it is like life and death is happening. It is so dangerous. You you start to really realize how dangerous the sport of racing is in this movie, and it's very alarming. Um, and I absolutely adore Adam Driver in this movie. I think he has a the best I, thing is uh, something happens early on in the movie, and he's talking to somebody, and then something horrific happens, and then he just goes, "Well, I'll see you Monday." Like he he's just so he's a businessman. He's a businessman. All right, and I. I his relationship with his mother amazing yeah. it just cooking italian cooking <laughs> i would also give like her even the um the acting in this movie like penelope cruz is also giving a lot in this movie she's doing fantastic yeah and i know a lot of people um kind of mocked shane lee woodley for some reason but she's fine in this movie i mean her characters exist to be like the you know the other woman so it's, what is she going to do with that role and she's just the nice older woman the other woman you know she's yeah. she's not mean or anything so sure she doesn't oh, i love shaley woodley so you can't say any negative no. things with me um this movie is well acted yeah i don't mind the script at all it's probably um the best script that michael Mann's had to work with since probably heat oh, yeah. he um he's a great artist when it comes to putting the camera in the right spot and with these car racing yeah. scenes uh you think you're, you're in the car at some stage it it is thriller you know what is going to happen in this movie but you are just on your seat um to the climactic scene you know it's 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 you're ticking like you're horrified. checking the clock and bang it's and you're still horrified um michael Mann is one of the greatest artists when it comes to putting on a thriller and uh he really is back in form with Ferrari. Adam Driver. Like, the last time we saw Adam Driver was in 65, yeah. and then he produces this. Yeah. He's he's a king. Yeah, I love him. Uh, and, um, yeah, no, but are we going to go into reasons not to see? Do you have any? I just, wanna, just one other reason to see. Oh, okay. The costumes. The oh, okay. yellow vest. Oh, well, <laughs> my God. He, how good. And how good do the Ferraris look? Yeah, oh my god, they, the, the red, like, it just it just goes to show that everyone thought the Ferraris looked amazing. All the other well, cars... Well, that's why I guess they have such staying power yeah. as a vehicle, because they, they... All look the other cool. cars in the race all look terrible compared to Ferraris. And I just, I just love those little details. Man cooking again. I just, Adam Driver. Like, I just, I just come back to him. He's just amazing. Uh, okay, reasons not to see. Reasons not to see, it doesn't really go in-depth with ferrari as a company like the name is it focuses very much on his love life between yeah. his wife and his other and the other woman it's just a moment in time isn't it yeah it's a one year one really bad year for the company because yeah. it's you know not doing so well with money and they're relying on this big race to really set them back on track and a lot of tragedy fall ensues because you know this, sure. that's how it happens uh, I find that Penelope Cruz, Penelope Cruz's character, which is the the wife, she seems to be I don't know. She's written really like as the angry, scorned woman rather than someone who has the Ferrari name and holds because she holds fifty percent of the power in the company. And I feel like she 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 holds the company together. I I don't feel it in the movie. My personality, it sounds like she because she yeah I, I understand, but. They explain it in the movie, but it feels like she doesn't hold enough of my attention to warrant. Because I just found her completely absent because she was just standing in the way. But 
also I found the script like I found a lot of conversations like there'll be great lines in this movie and then just like a whole lot of nothing <laughs> and then I I don't know it just it the castings are very important and are amazing but the kind of everything else like just the company of Ferrari like I didn't feel the stakes enough to warrant why how big this race was see this uh why I said this is the best script he's had to work with since Heat. Like, he's had some it's dogs. Yeah, he's yeah. had some dogs to work with. And so this is a return to form because I think this is it's, it's a passable script. And <laughs> I, I disagree when it comes to Penelope Cruz. I, I found her. She's multi-layered. Oh, I like her performance. She's, I just don't like her character written. I, I, I think it's the great how she's written. I think she's um, a person that she's... Um, struggling with the weight of um, the relationship, the struggling with the the fact that she's lost a son. She's struggling with the fact that she's trying to hold a company together and no one's perfect. And I think she's fantastic in this movie. Um, again, I think Adam Driver as Enzo Ferrari, I, I just couldn't imagine anyone else playing him. The father deluded to himself. Like, I can understand um, some people, like there's some horrific car scenes, but these um, racing scenes, that's what racing was. There was no padding back then. There was no, there was barely any seat belts. There was, there was uh, barely any crash barriers and all that. So it just goes to show how far we've come as uh, a motor racing uh, fan. You see how lucky we are to keep these drivers on the, the paddock uh should you watch or miss ferrari in the cinemas uh i think it's definitely a watch those car scenes do need that big screen treatment you need that sound too yeah I, it's incredible to watch those moments in time would you watch this movie again in the cinemas i would i think i would watch it i think i just needed another i need another watch i guess i was relying on the fact that this movie would be Hasaguchi with cars, and eh, it wasn't something else. You, you were putting it too high on a pedestal. Hasaguchi is one of your all-time yes. favorite movies, and you're Great. trying to make you're trying to make this as ah, Hasaguchi 2.0. I'm driving was doing doing good back. I just never else. He did look good, just like he did when he was uh, having that cafe latte. That's why I was like, other woman? Yeah, of course. You know, yeah, yeah of course. Uh, no, it's fun. I would say it's a definite watch. For me, I would rate this movie a banger, but I can understand we're going to rate it today a golf clap. Yeah. Um, but it's personal n- Peter Mitchell rating, it's definitely a banger. But it's Hannah and Peter's Hannah and Pete's uh, watch list. It's not um, Pete's watch list. And so today we're going to give it a golf clap. Golf clap. Uh, the last movie that we're going to review today is a movie that I saw by myself. It's called Night Swim. Uh, the elevator pitch. You are a baseball player. Yep. You're struggling with um, figuring, out, figuring out that you just got MS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you are going to buy a renter house that's got like, you know, wheelchair access and all that stuff like that. And then you you drive past this house and you go, let's try this one. And it's got a pool and you need that to, you know, help it with your MS. Fantastic. But it turns out the pool is possessed. Okay, now the, now reason to see this, there is a great Easter egg here for any Australian people watching this. Uh, the high school that in this American town, it's called Harold Holt. And for those history buffs, Harold Holt was a prime minister of Australia and he went missing while swimming off the coast of Victoria. Yeah, 
and they always say, I'm going to leave the light light on for Harold Holt to come home. So there was all these strange rumors about Harold Holt, the fact that he was taken by the Chinese in a submarine. Yeah, it was way... That should have been the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Way out there. So um, this is produced by James Wan and yeah. Jason Blonde. They, they've um, uh, merged. Atomic yeah. Atomic Monster, yeah. Monster and um, Blumhouse. They've merged. Uh, reasons to see this. Uh, White Russell, believable as a baseball player? Yes. <laughs> he, just like his father, when he has nothing to work with, he just goes all in. He is... I'm going to steal a line from you, Hen. Yeah, yeah. Chewing the scenery. He is going on. There's a scene in, in this when he's having a shower and he's shaking. It is so good. He is just like, like all these uh, stuffs coming out of his eyes. It's so good. He has this baseball scene where he hits the cover off a baseball like a la natural. So good. Kerry Condon from um, Banshees in the Sharon. She's the mum in it. And uh, so she, she also played the voice of Friday in the um, Iron Man movies as well. Yeah, Avengers and stuff. Uh, just amazing. Yeah. Like, she is really good in this. Uh, there's a scene where she goes and tries to find out more about the pool. And <laughs> it's, just, it's just so silly. Um, reasons not to see this. Um, it makes no sense. This is just a fun popcorn movie that you should see with your friends in the cinemas. It's a definite watch. It's a definite I play to my phone. Yeah. Um, it's a fun January movie that you should go see with your mates. They always put like a very not perfect horror January movie in there just to see what happens. Basically, it's Megan with a pool. Oh, yeah. Okay. I get that now. Yeah. It's 100% and White Russell, I'm looking forward to seeing what he um, is what he's doing. Like, he's just he's just having a fun career. I, I, I can't wait to see him in, like, the Captain America uh, New World movie because uh, he looks like he's he's just having fun with life. He's just really having a, he's having a crack. And I, I like actors that just have, oh, yeah, just like his father before him, when, you know, when he played um, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Like, he's just, like, he had no idea what he was doing in that movie, um... Uh, Kurt Russell, and he would just find ways to get out of the fight. Like, he'd lose his knife, or he'd get stuck under a man. It was, he's so good, Kurt Russell. And his son, White Russell, is amazing in <laughs> Night Swim. Uh, that is it for the reviews today. So, quick four reviews today. Um, stick around on the Pete and Hal Watchlist channel. We'll have movie news later in the week, and we'll recap the Golden Globes, which happened earlier um, in the week. Uh, for those who love an AFI podcast, we are doing one. We've done one this week for Pulp Fiction, movie number ninety-four, the Quentin Tarantino directed one. Um, we've got heaps of stuff coming up on the channel, and we have a a new show. Uh, we interrupt this programming. Um, it's a new television podcast starring me, this guy, talking about television. So um, this week's episode um, will drop Monday. And it will um, go through uh, Jack Reacher and Slow Horses. And it will also preview True Detective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then each week we'll be going to True Detective. And then we'll also, like, pick some shows that I've watched um, over the last couple of months. And we'll just go through them. Um, it's one of those ones. It's like it's, it's a companion piece. So, you can go back after you watch it. I I always look for shows when I've watched it just to, just to share that sort of... Um, water cooler aspect. There's not too many people 
um, that you can talk to about shows because like people watch it at different times. So this one's going to be a companion piece. Put it on. If you watch it every week like I do, you can listen to somebody talk about it. But if you're just waiting to the end, you can just binge them all at the end. So that is uh, we interrupt this regular programming. So yeah, looking forward to that. Hannah, thank you very much for being on the show today. Thank you to the lovely fans for watching and listening. Don't forget you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere where you get your podcasts. And you also watch it on YouTube. Don't forget we, we're always up for feedback. So send us a feedback and we'll get back to you very shortly. And uh, yeah, we're pretty open to that good stuff. Um, that's my lovely co-host, Hannah. Thank you, everyone. And until later in the week when we catch up for movie news, it's bye for now.